0: oh god man i hate hiking
1: what no (sighs) this is fun we're having fun in nature i hate nature
0: i'm gonna kick nature right in the teeth
1: please don't oh oh ugh, jesus oh my god oh no what happened (coughs) oh god oh man you you kicked a scorpion oh okay wait i got this
0: Thank you for calling the Dodo Consortium, subsidiary of Mirage Trust, the number one emergency service provider in the Chicagoland area. If this is about your car's extended warranty, press 1. If this is about regicide, press 2. If you, an immediate family member, or the co-host of your podcast is in peril, press 3. If you'd like to speak, you have selected the option to call us about yourself, an immediate family member, or the co-host of your podcast who is in peril. If you'd like us to contact the police, light a blue signal fire made from hydrocarbon gas at Wrigley Field, exactly.
1: Wait, what? No, we're nowhere near there.
0: If you'd like us to call an ambulance, light a purple signal fire out of potassium salts and bear fat at Midway Airport. And nobody has those! If there is a fire and you'd like us to call the fire department, light a red fire made out of wood at any location. No,
1: no, no fire. Which which one of these is the operator?
0: operator speaking what's your emergency oh thank god
1: okay my, my friend here he kicked a scorpion he's pretty badly poisoned
0: okay sir i understand uh we'll get you in touch here with poison control please just stay on the line and uh, be advised that you will need to light a green signal fire made out of any loose copper cables you may have lying around at the location of the uh governor's mansion in springfield god damn
1: it that's a storm of
0: This week on Stormbuds, we form a party with a dragon lover and a dragon killer. We save Raban from the Crystal Braves and we make a deal with a dragon. I am your Warrior of Light, Jerome Barbatsis, joined by my co Warrior of Light, Alex Hambrock. Say hello, Alex. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. This episode, we are going to talk about um, basically what covers the rest of the Kurthus Western Highlands and the Dravanian Lands in the expansion heaven's word of final fantasy 14 um and i but want to give you the floor alex to kind of kick it off with your initial impressions of this segment what you think how'd you enjoy it how 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 is your journey going so
1: far i mean there's good stuff in here Mm -hmm. on the one hand i did expect the raban rescue mission to be longer and more substantial and mm. it definitely just kind of happens yeah but on the other hand i was thinking about this on the way over when i first started like working on this podcast i would take pretty extensive notes about my experience yeah and then before recording i would go in and i would highlight the interesting bits to talk about yeah i kind of have to stop highlighting stuff because i'm just highlighting like 90 of everything at this point
0: that's good i mean that's a good <laughs> like everything it's all interesting
1: everything happening is worth talking about <laughs>
0: i think so too which is it's great because i mean which is why we shorten our episodes a bit um cool so i think that uh, let's see
1: yeah it clicks it, we kick off with flame general affairs okay yeah take us away Mm-hmm. so we're figuring so at, when we last left off we had just gotten news that raban was to be executed which of course we cannot let happen and so we're in Nishgard and we're basically planning how to uh rescue him hmm. um um and so it emerges that uh, Alphano has been able to get some messages to the Admiral in Limsa Lominsa. And so it's time to go there and meet back up with Melvib and mm-hmm. get some more uh, intel on what's actually going on with Raban and how we can get him to rescue him. Yeah, there's a
0: couple of uh, curious details about the plotline that Alphano kind of lampshades. He's like, one, why aren't we more wanted um, as fugitives? Um, turns out the Admiral is kind of working, working with the monetarist being like you you, do like with lolorito specifically being like i know you don't want a revolution i'm sure incriminating the warrior of light is a really good way to start a revolution so maybe we should just keep this under wraps huh um turns out having heads of state on your side is pretty good Mm -hmm. Um, lolorito
1: engages in real politic
0: he also Alphano also deduces that lolorito would not really have benefited from the sultana's death and uh we are also so he was ruminating on that and then admiral kind of says funny you should mention that because little rito has not announced her death publicly
1: yeah. a lot of weird details here which yeah. we're going to get kind of explained a bit later on but definitely you know stuff some thinky stuff is going on that's true
0: um in addition we are also kind of wondering why roban is not immediately dead as well executed as a traitor for what he very obviously for the murder of one of the heads of the monetarist movement
1: now one might muse at this point that perhaps he's being kept alive in order to use him as bait but no one in our party seems to realize that Eh. well
0: (laughs) we get intel that the crystal braves have escorted him to halatali a dungeon that is optional you may have missed it it's level 20
1: yeah this is my first time in here which is very funny because (laughs) it is enormous and there is nothing in it when you go in for this quest
0: um so you go through uh the you you hear you hear a little bit as well that the deal between the crystal braves and lilarito is a little bit tenuous at this point because they're getting kind of unhinged yeah i, I, I i'm guess. glad this
1: is also happening now like again a lot of this is stuff that was set up in terms of um the crystal braves maybe not being a super stable force that you should hitch your political future to and uh it that's happening right away yeah they don't really wait Anyway, but so in order to get that info about that dungeon, we're going to go to Revenant's Toll to meet our contact, who is a uh, Higiri. She is a... Yugiri, uh, isn't it?
0: Or is it Higiri? I'm pretty sure it's Higiri. I don't think okay. it's Higiri. It's not Yugiri. There's two. There is a Higiri. She's just one of the NPCs that's like not as important. Okay. Exactly.
1: Anyway, point being, this, this is how we get uh, the info um, that he's being moved to the site of his execution, which is uh, which is where you said, which is that dungeon that...
0: yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, so and we for, go there, we meet up with Yugiri. I know Yugiri's in our party as yeah, well. As she, she joins at this point. um She has the shinobi stationed at the exit while we go in and infiltrate the dungeon. Which, the dungeon itself is a, just a solo duty that you have with your comrades who are helping you out. You go in and you um, go down one hall of the dungeon to the end and you find Raban in shackles with a magitech
1: barrier around him that you probably shouldn't tamper with because it might, like, explode or something. I yeah, don't know. seems dangerous. But, okay, so we have to find a key to mm-hmm. deactivate this uh, dome. And that's when Yuyuhase shows up. He shows up to ambush us and he says, well, he taunts us a fair amount and it's like, ha you fell for it. Of course we knew you'd come for Raban." and then he also has a sick line here he says happily you will not suffer for long this poison will convey you swiftly into the bosom of thal where i hope to join you after the passing of many prosperous years god damn yeah that's good and then he activates the world's slowest slowest poison gas (laughs)
0: it's like that it's it's like that that ending fight spoilers for portal the ending fight in portal except um i don't know the timer's 20 minutes (laughs) (laughs) But <laughs> like, just like the
1: natural <laughs> healing that my character has from running around, not in combat, was healing back most of the damage the poison was dealing over time.
0: Yeah, for sure. I don't even know if Raban was taking sustained damage. Yugiri was just giving him potions forever.
1: Yeah, so I was gonna say he, his his bar was taking down, but then it would keep like you know going back mm-hmm. up. Also, I I got really lost in this dungeon and spent a lot of time just running around. I
0: imagine, I imagine you would because it's a it's confusing. It's a confusing uh, dungeon. That's whatever um anyway the point is we go back uh we also get uh, treated to um so we get the key right and we run back down in free raban and then we get treated to a nice scene with Hase, laurentius i believe the the one dude that one trader and and our friend ilbert who he's back who is also voiced very differently <laughs> he's very northern english now uh as he is much more known for so he's got, his, uh, he's got his voice, hello, I mean, I'm your bird. Um, he's like, I don't know, you guys
1: are the traitors. I want to do uh, El Amigo stuff. Yeah, actually, this confused me a bit. So the way he accuses us of the assassination, is he still not in on the plot? Does he no, not know that we were framed? No,
0: remember, he was like, oh, I'm the one that killed her. That's like, what I thought. No, he's trying to just put up air. Establish so the narrative. That, okay? Yeah, so that like, you know, he's just trying to get the story going. And then we're like, no idiot, we n- we're not stupid. And it's like
1: whatever. <laughs> okay, but also we get a bit more of his characterization in terms of like his overall sense of alienation. He doesn't think the city states or even the Crystal Braves or the Science of the Seventh Dawn or anyone mm-hmm. give a shit about anyone other um anyone other than themselves. And he's frustrated that he basically has gotten nowhere towards liberating his homeland in however many years he's been here. Which yeah, that sucks for him. Sucks for him. Still making some bad life choices, but sucks yeah. for him oh well he's just uh, he sucks he smoke bombs and gets away and Yugiri <laughs> says now is not the time to chase after him i was like it, it isn't well i, I, no, I guess we got, a,
0: we got wounded we got we got what we came for let's just okay, go okay
1: we got roman that's fair
0: uh so then the most we we exit halitali and then the most suspicious person i've ever seen in my life with like that's like even more suspicious than the asian looks like an athian <laughs> comes in is like hey come in my carriage this is a safe we're gonna my contact wants you to get in this carriage and we're going to go to the waking sands yes we are and uh, and everyone's like alright why not <laughs> but actually what happens like so that cutscene happens he's in this really black ornate robe a really ornate black robe whatever and um, he's in a Vanta black robe Anish Kapoor is coming to get his ass
1: I, <laughs> <laughs> i gotta say also after after the send-off that we gave to the waking sands and after yeah. the big deal that was made about building up the revenants toll base we sure have spent a lot of time back at the Re- at the waking sands that's true
0: it's not it's never really gone but we, we do double check with via with Uri Ange via cell phone or whatever that um it's like yes that he that's like that it's that legit. man is legit that, he's my man, guy he uh, you may not believe this but he is legit uh Okay, so we're off to the Waking Sands So we take Rabon there in that carriage Uh, He meets up with his He meets up with his his child And he goes, Pippin, my son
1: Pippin It's very sweet My son It's a reunion It's my son, it's Pippin I can't do Pippin's voice Hello, father (laughs) Okay, I can can do that voice (laughs) hello father hello oh it's so good to see you what uh, happened Peppin my son Look. what happened to your arm oh
0: son Peppin you saw it. my arm of my son Peppin anyway <laughs> so
1: there's another Lalafell named Duwala Duwalla Dulala. Du-lala. Lala. And she's like
0: it's very nice or whatever her voice I, can't, I don't remember her voice but I was like when I heard her voice it's very it was very posh British she's right.
1: another member of the syndicate and she's here to drop a whole bunch of knowledge bombs got on a, us
0: such a creepy little shit look at her stupid cone hat <laughs> i hate her the lola f- like i uh, like the little garden gnome it's cone hat. fashion hats you are. wouldn't know fashion if it hits you in the head or if it poked you in the eye like my
1: cone hat's going
0: to do i'm
1: julala look if you're rich enough to be part of the syndicate you can afford to not care about fashion
0: i guess so um summing up this cutscene, everything's water under bridge now
1: um, well, the big the big piece of information we get out of this, she tells us that you know the sultana is still alive.
0: yeah, uh, we figured that out.
1: Uh, yeah, sure, but it's good to get it confirmed. We, uh,
0: yeah, but we're good.
1: I. I yep. I, I mean, I'm not sure if I'm good, but I'll go with the story on this.
0: <laughs> what couldn't What couldn't you possibly be good about? Everything's resolved now. <laughs> it's l- done. L- literally all of it. This this plot line
1: is done. <laughs> Are you serious?
0: Uh, might be. We're going back to Ishgard.
1: Oh, oh, but like, but we're gonna come back later and like deal with the syndicate stuff more.
0: Ah, uh, well, there's some dragons.
1: Are we gonna deal with the Sultana stuff? That's it's a, a lot of dragons.
0: We, um, we should definitely move on with the quest line and talk about dragons now.
1: Okay, I, I got to talk about one thing here really quick. Yeah, yeah. What are uh, you gonna talk about? We. Re- well, my other things, real mixed feelings about the sultanic being like not being dead. Uh-huh. On the one hand, she's like one of the two or three best characters in this game. So I'm happy that she's still alive. Yeah. On the other hand, the emotional gut punch of her death was really effective. It was. And to kind of undercut that almost immediately. I'm kind of like, man, but that was a really good death. You guys were onto something there. Yeah, they were. Well, dragons. Dragons. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> fucking. she dropped some more bullshit about like fucking politics with Lola Rida or whatever. Okay, I didn't care then, I care man, even less man. now. Like
0: Jesus Christ. All right. Well, dragons are attacking.
1: Yes, sudden call from Tataru. Oh no, the Dravanians are going to resume their assault on the Holy See. We have to come back. Uh I appreciate this here actually. We get back to Ishgard and the um and the Baron uh he basically he's like He says, you know, Nidhogg's minions are once again gathering for war. But he's actually, he's not asking for our help or for us to even do anything about it. His attitude is just like, hey, it's going to get dangerous here. You Mm -hmm. can stick around with what you want. But FYI, I don't know how good my protection is going to be in the near future. Which is, stand-up guy. You know, not like asking us to put our lives on the line. It's just, hey, it's going to get hot here. Maybe find somewhere else to go. But, of course, we're going to help out.
0: We're going to help out. We have nowhere else to go. I mean, apart from everywhere now that everything is is hunky-dory and eorzea now god. that that whole plotline is completely resolved
1: god i hope you're lying
0: <laughs> um but yeah we we do the right thing we go on the adventure to to help with these people so we talk with Alfino you know, in total private out in public in like you <laughs> in, know, the in the open air in the street but you know it's still our conversation we're like well maybe like maybe we should go to F- figure out if we can just stop this war from happening in the first place which is like super mature of alpha, and alpha when you think about it like he's like well i don't think we can help much on the war front but i i do have experience in diplomacy i wonder if there's some dragons we could just talk to i mean as is- I- iceheart seemed to figure out how to talk to dragons maybe we should talk to her and then Esten- a is off in the distance or you're not even off the distance. He just like appears over our shoulder and he's be like, "Oh fuck that!
1: How about I come with and kill
0: him?" <laughs> and everyone's like, "Jesus Christ!"
1: Enough and I was like, "No, okay, fine, but only if diplomacy fails." Which like, okay, fine. good luck keeping a leash on this guy. He's a little unhinged. <laughs> he's A little unhinged. He's like, "Oh, I'm gonna kill."
0: <laughs> I, uh, he just f- appears out of nowhere. <laughs> he's such a creep.
1: I liked Astinian early on. Over the course of the quest to come, Astinian's going to um, decrease, in my estimation, a fair amount. Also, funny you note that Alphano feels more mature at this moment, because this is like... I don't know... I, I think... I think I didn't miss it happening earlier. The quests we're about to do have a lot of characters at various points commenting on the fact that Alphano is just, like, a boy. Like, his so He's, age like, is,
0: still naive, right? He's still like, oh, let's go talk to some dragons, but he's not just, like... We'll be fine,
1: you know? <laughs> but, like, lots of other characters are going to talk about him like he is a child over the mm-hmm. course of the next, like, you know, dozen or so quests, which has not really happened before. Which, it, to be fair, he is. He's 16. but <laughs> Yeah. He's still
0: a kid, but, like, I mean, he's already, like, trying to play to his strengths. He's trying to be not a, not a military leader or a cult president or whatever the hell you want to call him. He's just like, okay, well... We know somebody who could talk to dragons. Let's just go Let's do it.
1: So, smart idea here, though. We do probably technically need Emmerich's buy-in on this, but we also Mm -hmm. can't give him all the details, because if we do, he'll be implicated if the whole thing goes south. So, you know, like the Impossible Mission Force, we're just going to uh, give him the bare sketch of our actions, and he can disavow any knowledge. Yeah, exactly. Emmerich isn't
0: going to be accused of consorting with heretics, um, because that's kind of what we're going to (laughs) do. We're gonna we're gonna go consort a little bit. Mm. We're gonna be we're gonna consort. Which he's not He's not
1: into until Estinian is like, I'm going to, at which point he's like, Okay, you're the big famous dragoon. It's probably above board if you're gonna be on this trip. hmm Good luck and Godspeed.
0: I mean, more like it's o- he's okay with it being below board if Estinian is on trip. <laughs> like, you're like, right. He's n- this is very much not above board. <laughs> Um, it's at this point that we cut back to the archbishop. We pan to the Pope and the round table. They do some talking and Zephyrin shows a little bit of doubt. And Pope's like, we're, this is religion thing. You have to believe. And Zephyrin's like, okay, sure. I believe you.
1: Because the Pope, he has the divine blade in his hand, a blade mm-hmm. that will, which let them slay thousands of dragons and drown the heretics in their master's bloods. Wow. Okay.
0: And then the, it, it co um, Zephyrin kind of nods, hear a sound effect, pans to the Pope's face and he hears Zephyrin's voice and it has a weird sound effect on it. It goes out weird. He's like, oh,
1: just the, the Pope.
0: I don't remember what he actually says.
1: But the the Pope does say here that when they win, they will... Reward their Asian allies, and like the, you can see the quote marks drop into place around the word reward. Mm-hmm. His his plan here is to betray the Asians after he uses their power, which I don't think is going to work very well for him. I think it's going to work great. We move back to House Four, Tom, at this moment, and we get a
0: lovely moment where tataru makes some new clothes for Alfino. She does. The kid is just putting on more layers. <laughs> He's got a couple more layers and a bit of a style upgrade. It's much nicer. He's a nice blue half coat kind of and then pants actually that go up all the way uh and shoes that are much more sensible <laughs> yes overall good for snow <laughs> much better much less platforming so we go to Curthus western to look for Iceheart. we search the house that we were in before um we find the location the the other entrance to the Afkaka amphitheater within that house kind of like we find the directions to it we go down in the ravine find the amphitheater find heretics there who are like oh my god if i were it's, the it's kill, kill this stupid intruder
1: because we fight them they turn into dragon men like a lot of stuff we're we learn about well, here yeah we
0: learn about ingesting dragon blood being able to turn you to dragon men. we also kind of knew about it because we saw it happen in snow cloak a few times but now it's made explicit that you can drink dragon blood and become dragon blessed Or cursed.
1: Basically, all we get out of this in terms of, like, plot advancement, though, is they make a reference about retreating to the cinders, and Asinian is like, the cinders? Isn't that an island in the frozen Ashpool lake where an ancient dragon was cast into a magical sleep? God, how many, like, there are so many different dragons that have been like put to sleep or had their like soul corpses wrapped around giant airships or uh, there are so many weird powerful dragon corpses just across this entire landscape
0: yeah we do need to go there though it's over to the west in 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 the zone and on the way we go to the outpost what's it called again is it camp
1: i don't know what it's called but they are convictors
0: yeah i think it's just called the convictory or something so um they 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 hunt dragons but there's we ask around to see if anyone's seen anything or, like, people, any heretics going by, any heretic activity.
1: The leader of the convictors does, upon first meeting us, say mm-hmm. something to the effect oh, of, yeah. like, you know, come to join up. The big warrior looks useful, but that frail boy is underwhelming. And Astinian immediately, to to his credit, puts him in his place and, like, defends Alphano.
0: Yes, it's great. He's like, "I, I'm, this boy is going to
1: rip you a new hole if you don't shut the fuck up. Also, very <laughs> you see funny. see how big that book is? <laughs> So so we ask all these dragon hunters for details, and, like, they do not give a shit about heretics. Like, these guys, like, like, make a point of it, like, we don't pay attention to any of that. We are literally just here to hunt dragons. It's all dragon hunting all the time. Except for one. But... We do get an interesting factoid, which is that apparently the heretics have very little difficulty recruiting from the army, since it turns out a lot of guys get pressed into service and the army sucks. And so (laughs) the best way to. And so the heretics have no problem basically getting deserters. Mm -hmm. And the way you signal you want to desert and join up is to send up a purple signal fire. Yes.
0: Which we can do. We need to make sure that we go to a specific place to contact the specific agency, heart. by way of farming
1: was it yak fat or it, I think so. Yes. We have to get some woolly yak hides. Yeah. This is despite the fact that like every third ability, every character in this party has causes some kind of explosion of colorful magical light, but no, no. we have to send up a purple signal. Absolutely. Flare.
0: Absolutely not allowed. Put that staff away. Put it away. Alphino, put that book back on your ass. If we're not using magic. We have to use woolly yak. They're going to know. Okay. They have magic fire sight.
1: Okay, but so I get the woolly yak hides. They uh-huh. go get the firewood. Astinian kind of roasts Alfeno for apparently not having ever gathered firewood before.
0: Well, he hasn't.
1: And um, we light the fire, and Iceheart shows up, and she's like, "Oh, it's you." Yeah, I should have known.
0: <laughs> I should have known. <laughs> I know I need to it up sooner or later. I guess.
1: Uh, we say we wanted to stop the dragon attacks. She just laughs at that. But she does, um, she offers to show us the vision she's had about why the Dravanians are so pissed. And so we get a magical flashback. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit of a. Ma- do we get a magical flashback at this point? Yeah, I, we do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because this is where we get the, the whole story of the, the two people. So we
0: learn that Curthus, a thousand or so years back, yeah, yep. was already home to dragons. Curthin people. Kind of invaded, um, but and then they fought initially, uh, and then a lady named Shiva parlayed with Hreys Velger, and they fell in love. I'm not sure how. I, my first note was I'm not sure how they consummated. My second note is okay. Never mind. The maid bid he consume her. I guess that counts. So, cause, so because like that they wanted souls, to be bonded eternally, right? Their
1: souls could live together forever. So he ate. So he ate her. He ate her right up. And that ended the war between man and dragon, and so there was a two hundred year utopia. But the the Ellison became envious. They were like, Hey, it's great living in this magical utopia with our dragon friends, but they live forever and we don't, and that sucks.
0: Yeah, I hate this.
1: And so they but, still but
0: but like so yeah, the, the the secret of the man man learned the secret of power is in Dragon Eyes, um And we deduce that, I guess, because Nidhogg is missing his eye, right?
1: Yes, and so what Iceheart here thinks is that Nidhogg is attacking Ishgard because uh, he thinks the eye is there and he'll never stop until he gets it back. At which point, Estinian just jumps in here, replies, and is like, um, actually, I have the eye right here, and he's not attacking me. He's still attacking Ishgard, so that's not what's going on.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's solid logic. Um... So Nidhogg, Nidhogg is basically a lost cause, right? Like at this point, we're like, well, our mission with diplomacy for diplomacy with Nidhogg is going to be a failure because we know kind of one of the rules about dragonhood is if there's there a dragon that is lost to rage and emotion, then uh, they are un, they're almost tempered, really, like mm-hmm. kind of un, unrepentable. But if Nidhogg is a lost cause, well, what about Hræsvelgr? We learn. We now know that it's possible for humans and dragons to parlay, right? Why don't we try to parlay with Raze And
1: Yazelle says, eh, sure, why not? Fine. (laughs) She's just like, I'm skeptical, but okay. And the party is formed. And I get a sudden quick vision. I'm back in the black crystal void, and one of my crystals powers back up. (coughs) (coughs) Yeah, hey, cool. One of our crystals comes back to us in the form of a heart attack and Midgard Summer says curious the vestiges of my mistress's blessing are not as faint as they once were which uh, I really at this point do not understand the mechanics of what is happening with the the Midgard Summer Heidelin stuff at all I assume it will get explained at some point
0: maybe maybe they were in a, in a love thing maybe Midgard Summer and Heidelin maybe Midgard Summer consumed Hydaelyn
1: god every, everyone with the everyone with the <laughs> every, dragon sex
0: everyone just wants to get eaten by dragons we go through the forelands. Um, so the dravanian forelands is one of my favorite zones, but mostly for its side quests. Uh, the main quests are like really—they're still really good, but like the side quests are really juicy and and fun. And you, huh, get, to, you okay. get to hunt chocobos and stuff. And I should get go learn back here more about and do that. Yeah. Um, so, but but for now, we basically just go through. We're kind of just passing through to get to Dragon Town, right? So we pass through the chocobo hunting village. Um, we find some really aggressive bug people on the way excuse me we find some really aggressive bug people on the way to uh the dragon city annex trine um like Look at weirdly that. weirdly aggressive yeah the nath they're really weird they're not normally this aggro so something's something's up um and mm, we like- also are told of a uh, we run into some hunters, and they let us know that there are some bug people who seem to be not be so aggro and different from the other ones, um, and that we should—and also, if we want to seek shelter from any attacking dragons, we should seek them out, because they— uh, have found a way to protect themselves from dragon attacks.
1: So Yeah. Iceheart even calls out, like, you know, the Nath used to just defend their own territory, but now mm-hmm. they're being weirdly really aggressive. And I was like, oh, okay, that's a primal. I get it. <laughs> Here it comes.
0: So the um, so we walked, we tried to parlay with them, but we find this other camp that's north of the big Nath camp that's like, we go all through the four lands, we arrive at Annex
1: Trine, and we do meet our friend Vidovnir uh who? and Iceheart seem like besties. She's mm. like you seem troubled. Come on girl, tell me what did he do? Don't do that again. It's st-
0: <laughs> and Estinien Butsen is like I'll kill you. <laughs> that dragon. and she's like she's like well, I like you, but this dude has my has hog's eyes. So fuck him. <laughs> She's like, "Watch your mouth, or I'll kill you." She's like, "Of course, she's gonna be mad at you. You have Nidhogg's eye. <laughs> I would be pissed if you ha- if somebody else just had my dad's eye or something
1: <laughs> on this person. Even though Vidofnir is
0: a Freyssvalgr's brute,
1: my uncle's eye." <laughs> More pressingly though, she's also like, Look, I can't help you out. I'm kind of here on defense against whatever this Nath Primal is. So it's like, gee, I wonder what we have to do. Probably go deal with that so that she's free <laughs> yeah. to accompany like, us. Yeah, we'll go deal with that primal. And she's like Shh. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> you think you could deal with a primal? Please. <laughs> 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 so we go and do that. He, he does also try and call out a little bit of um, hypocrisy from yeah. Iceheart here, though. He's like, you summoned Shiva, but now their primal is a problem? Hypocrisy much? It's Being like a little piezo-aggressive about it. Yes. Uh, Iceheart's like, it's different. I'm doing it for peace.
0: <laughs> well, Iceheart's more like, it's different because... And also, n- notably, she's not tempering bitches. Also, that yeah, she's not she's not mind
1: enslaving anyone. <laughs> so, okay, this uh, this is when we go then now meet with uh, one of the friendly tribes yeah. of the of the, to the yeah.
0: North. My bad, I just got so excited. I know because so cool. the Vath
1: are my favorite. They're very cool.
0: <laughs> I love the Vath. The no Heaven's crab, is home to men. the worst beast tribe and the best one. <laughs> they <laughs> fucking love the Vath. So the Vath are basically. Um, For Star Trek For Star Trek people they are kind of like um, Defected Borg Um, They're bug people and They are have escaped from something Called the one mind The one mind is kind of like a Borg collective A hive mind if you will um, and they uh, live in a hive to the south of the zone, and the Vath are disconnected somehow from the hive, and they are struggling with their individuality, and their Beast Tribe quest goes all into what it entails to oh, struggle with your individual. Like, please do those. Okay, I will do these. These are, you have to do them, like, they're dailies, so you have to log in, and, like, eventually you'll learn all about them. And, th- they're so, these people are so funny because they're just, like, almost people because they're, like, not used to being individuals yet. But they're like really excited about their shitty homes. They're like they come they're like, please come to our camps. Our homes are wonderful. They are cramped and snifling and very, very smelly. It's wonderful. Come to our homes. <laughs> and we're just like, uh, okay.
1: Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. I love that like their they, architecture looks like like termite mounds. It's like it's like these mound they're, buildings. Yeah,
0: well, they're bugs. <laughs> They're big walking termites and they don't have names really. Well, their names are just like what they do. <laughs> like so there's one that's like Vath Storyteller who is wonderful and is just kind of the <laughs> the talking one. There's the Vath was there's a Vath um like stickmender or something. There's like the 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 one that's like the repairs your gear and then there's one that like sells item <laughs> Vath Peddler I think. Just oh, love that. Love them so much. Um they are pretty obviously pretty terrified of the one mind they're just like there's no way to just get in there you like you no don't do it stop it the only like not even they don't even say it this way just like don't if you go near them they'll capture you don't do it and then was like well i guess we gotta go get captured
1: <laughs> yeah it's a good point like if we want to get in front of their god and they want to bring us in front of their god for sacrifice why don't we just let them capture us and they'll bring us in front of their god yeah cool uh, so, is not into this plan though, oh, well, so he doesn't have to come.
0: It'll just be, uh, it'll just be Iceheart and us who are, ble- who are protected by the blessing of light, just in case Ravana is the tempering sort.
1: Got okay. So I have to just a little sidebar here. This next quest in which we march up to their camp and fight <laughs> our way into the hive, yeah. I spent the entire weekend trying to beat this. What? Because for whatever reason, I had really bad lag over the weekend, even on the overworld. Aww. And I kept trying to run through this camp, but I would keep aggroing like a half dozen mobs and not catching it because the lag was like 40 seconds behind on the game state. And then I would like get to the next checkpoint area, and like a half dozen dudes would just be wailing on me, and I would die instantly. I spent you really like three just days pal- trying you to get just be past this
0: Paladin, can't stop. <laughs> this was his Paladin. This okay. Was- <laughs> Well, that sucks. That sounds really hard. I, I got it. Do you know? Okay, I'm gonna. Speaking while we're in Tailfeather, do you know how to remember? Do you remember to summon your chocobo friend for help?
1: Oh, the fighting thing. I need cabbages for that. Where do we get those?
0: I don't know. There's like a bunch of vendors anywhere.
1: Okay, like I what? should buy a bunch of cabbages. That yeah, would really help.
0: That, you can spec your. You can level your chocobo up, and then your chocobo can heal you.
1: That seems really good.
0: Yeah, I just realized. I'm like, I don't think I've ever seen you pull your chocobo out to help that's what that's there for okay
1: i'm gonna go buy a bunch of cabbages when i get home like
0: yeah um yeah do that next time so that will help anyway so it's just what it's like wow wow we're in chocobo town we may as well talk
1: about it but so, so we get captured we get brought uh in um we're oh. like
0: oh no nobody better capture us i better well slash kill me <laughs> nobody also, capture us and we're just like decapitating swarm.
1: H- hilariously here as we get brought to the front of the encounter because mm-hmm. it's a game and we have to be able to like leave get out exactly so i said like also if we want to duck out there's a river back there that we can just escape down whenever we feel like and i was like okay th- these guys are not very good at this <laughs> they're kind of stupid <laughs> I, I, I i do have a note here also that just says um Like, as the priest approaches the front with his little scarab scepter and begins praying to Ravana, I just have a note that says, God, why does no one in this game ever disarm their prisoners?
0: That's true. They don't. They're just so confident. I think they said so. They're like, they must be so confident that their God can beat the shit out of us. And I don't really blame them. Their it's, god rules.
1: It, it, we get a very cool summoning sequence here.
0: So Ravana shows up. Oh, god, How did she sh- show up? Four th- swords, swords
1: <laughs> stab into the ground and then begin to drill into the earth and create an inferno from which the four armed bug man emerges and claims his swords. Ravana rules. <laughs> and Ravana is the first, um,
0: I believe, the first original primal. For the sake of Final Fantasy 14, who is not referenced? I was wondering about that. Okay, yeah, so he's no, he's, he's no, he's fucking incredible. Everyone loves Ravana. He rejoices in the glory of combat, kind of, kind of guy, you know. Mm-hmm. Um Primal of war, it seems like. Yeah, Um and so we challenge him to combat, and the bargain is: bargains, hey, if we beat you. You stop! stop you gotta stop attacking it we'll kick the shit out of everyone in your thing right we'll instill fear in them i don't know and if you but if you beat us we'll serve you i guess why not sure we'll say that it's not gonna happen unless it does because ice is like
1: let me handle this one i've got this shit she calls it the first bout which like impl- oh god the first <laughs> bout is mine and then she turns into crystals, and she's Shiva. Surprise. Oh, God. This scene is so cool. It's so cool, especially because, like, she fights him as Shiva, mm-hmm. and she's, like, using abilities from, yeah, like, her fight. she on us. Yeah. <laughs> she, she's using she does Diamond Dust. She uses
0: She uses Glass Dance. She steps on him. She tries everything, but he just, I mean, he uses his abilities, and it turns out he's three levels above her. Yeah, and she's like, oh, I guess I
1: needed more crystals.
0: Oh, she's just not strong enough, which is, you know you did good though that was a good that was, it's such a cool scene
1: it's a pretty cool scene so we rush we to check on her and then it's our turn to basically follow him into the big red arena where we're gonna use the exact same summon animation with mm-hmm. the swords in the ground mm-hmm.
0: absolutely um
1: and so we have a duty to queue for
0: we have a duty to queue for ravana's battle is he's he's like ah oh, yes i will fight you next and then he turns and walks away so that we could queue into the duty <laughs> and find him somewhere else
1: this fight's pretty cool it's got some directional blocks it's got Mm -hmm. some complicated aoe patterns got some butterflies got some butterflies not like super difficult overall but Mm -mm. the music rules especially when the chanting kicks in two-thirds of the way through yeah it's
0: phase two music um i can't couldn't possibly i couldn't possibly dare sing that low (laughs) it's very very low sound
1: um, but, but, but do I, if i beat him enough times to get his mount will that music play when i'm riding it around i think so yes i might need to do that okay um yeah that second phase musical usually it's the second phase music that plays if there is such a thing anyway we beat him and he agrees to leave it seems he's also the primal of honor
0: yeah he's also honor but in the background a f- uh, similar black robed silhouette appears off in the distance your favorite your favorite peeps we got yep. an Asian. The Asiens are back. Who ta- the uh, the ASEAN who taught them to summon, but this one's a lady.
1: And she says, and according to her, we're just delaying the inevitable as mortals continue to call out prime, call on primals out of their fear. And, and what's her name? Uh, her name? Oh, fuck you, Iyorm. Uh, <laughs> Igyorm. Yeah. Igyorm. <laughs> <laughs> I will say also at this point, like. The, the increasing way in which the asses this is
0: this is this is how they come up with the ASEAN names oh shit oh shit <laughs> oh, god. oh god i hope it's still recording <laughs> it is okay good I hit, I hit the windows key and then i hit a different key and it caused it to lock my screen
1: I will say at this point, <laughs> yeah. the continued protestations of the Ascians that every time I foil their plans, it's actually just feeding into their bigger master plan. I, I, it sounds a bit more like self-justification at this point, guys. Like, to t- be w- fair. You they thought key, that you won, but actually it. you lost. I you're
0: losing. They're going to summon it
1: again. Mm-hmm. I guess. <laughs> All
0: right. Well, uh, hold on. I got to reopen my notes here. Okay. Oh. All right, our next our next segment is um, we go back, we tell Vidafner hey uh, they're like <laughs> she's still
1: kind of laughing, like uh-huh, you're similar you've killed that primal yet. Uh-huh, uh-huh. We're like, Yep. She's like, Wait, what? <laughs> it's, it's also it's a, again, it's a cute little moment here. Astinian was kind of making fun of Alphano for being so worried about us, but mm-hmm. after Astinian leaves or sorry, after Alphino leaves, I start chast- chastises him and literally says Alphano is just a boy and yeah, go yeah. easier on him. Which, <laughs> yeah,
0: true. Yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> what are you worried about the safety of your friends? <laughs> you dweeb. You thought the He's warrior like a, of light might die. Nerd. <laughs> you care about people? That's dumb and stupid.
1: <laughs> I'm so low. <alone>. Anyway. <laughs> that brings us to our final quest, Worn in passing. Worn in passing. Time we to gotta, go to the dragon realm. Well, we gotta go
0: through this cavern, and Vidafnir is like, listen, if you just make it through this cavern of Nidhogg's dangerous
1: brood, you'll be good enough to go up some alright okay so i'm sure this happened to everyone mm-hmm. i even read the direction that said take the exit on the second floor oh yeah you got I you got still, lost i still went to the third floor and then spent a good <laughs> fifth, 10 minutes wandering, wandering around the, the top, mountains yeah and being well, that's, like that's how pretty. do i get down onto the path <laughs> this is it's pretty up there like oh, look at that view that's great where am i <laughs> after i looked up the actual map online that was like oh no right second floor yeah. different exit okay <laughs> it's
0: a little confusing um, then you get into that caverns, big red spooky cavern, lots of dragons around there. Um, and at the back side of it, there's a little shrine, the kind of sailor human dragon motif. The kind of roars at it and then it lights up and we get to teleport up to that big floating butt plug shaped thing cool. in the sky. <laughs> yeah. Artifact. <laughs> and that's where the dungeon is. It takes place. That's kind of a bridge up to, uh, Nidha, uh, Hreis-Felgur, sorry, Hrace domain.
1: And this this is um it's small. The some dungeon. All. okay, yes. yep. And Stinian's also clear up front. He's like, Hey, by the way, look, I will go with you guys and we'll minimize like, you know, the dragon killing. But if I see this one specific dragon, Tioman, then it it's on. Like th- <laughs> we're gonna have a fight.
0: Like so, we could try to t- I mean, we could try to talk to her, but yeah, it's probably yeah. Like Tioman is that's Tioman's domain. Uh Tioman is the uh, consort of uh uh Nidhog, so kind of a big deal, I guess. Uh it's not like that we're going to be able to, to reason with her or Nidhogg's brood, so whatever. Obviously, Azel is going to clutch her pearls about it, but like, yeah.
1: Anyway, we do, we run the dungeon. This is a cool dungeon. Pretty straightforward mechanically, but you know. It's
0: pretty challenging at the start, especially with those poison things, and then if you don't have a healer that doesn't know to cleanse you, you're, you're going to die. Uh, the Teomod fight's pretty fun, too. I'm. Sh- it's just a lot of dodging. A lot of chaos.
1: A lot of chaos. A lot of dodging. Big old wrinkly gray dragon neat
0: okay cool and uh we arrive at the the top
1: after uh, briefly getting another one of our crystals re-energized get, yeah so we get the, the the orange
0: one re-energized i guess is earth i think i don't know it doesn't matter the element um but after after so bravely killing that drag that dragon that was just living in her home and living her best life
1: <laughs> <We're> <laughs> we get our
0: crystals back
1: <laughs> Woo! we're the hero heidlin rewards heroism I guess so. Um, but uh, Estinian does fall to his knees because Nidhogg has roared. He knows we are here and his fury is bleeding through the eye that Estinian carries. Se- we killed his sex thing. Yeah, okay. <laughs> he's he's understandably upset.
0: <laughs> and with that, we kind of... Uh, we head into the churning... We, head in- we get a brief glimpse of the churning mists, uh, another floating rock zone. Um, and with that, uh, we're probably going to end our recap of of the um, msq of heaven's word until next episode yeah, so seems um, like a cool zone yeah the next episode is going to cover pretty much that zone until the quest i didn't have this ready one second the song begins the song begins yes it's going to be after the quest after uh the dungeon at at the end of the turning mist so we're basically just going to be in the turning mist's I believe the whole time.
1: That's not bad at all. Okay.
0: No, it's great. I love this zone. It's uh, so we're going to do that. So one, two, um, three quests. Yeah. Three episodes, uh, 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 three episodes left of the Heaven's Word 3.0 MSQ. And then we'll be done with Heaven's Word and we'll move on to the patch content. Well, we'll be done with Heaven's Word. You know, whatever. You all know we're going to resolve the the first, the 3.0 things. Cool. Um I think that was a great time to um do, do the ad read, but actually hold on, let me let me let me we have to talk about
1: something. Oh god, am I in trouble?
0: No. Um Before it's we the do the ad read, oh I wanna god. talk about an actual ad. Before we do the ad read, I want to talk about our. Like, everyone else is talking about this. We have I saw to. This story. We're not. This is kind of a special segment here, kind of Final Fantasy in the news. Okay, so this is an article from Game Rant Final Fantasy 14, uh, nightclub billboard may have consequences for other players okay so we're gonna talk about briefly what this means and why it's like what what is happening in the community as a result of it i know
1: only the broadest sketch of what happened. i was gonna
0: explain here so somebody um on the server balmung who is an owner of a property has made a real life billboard advertisement i believe in a houston no two billboards in austin and houston texas they show two game characters that are kind of in casual clothing and it says rain nightclub presents summer bash uh, Saturday July 9th uh, in Final Fantasy 14 with the uh, DJ with this couple of DJs like DJ some I don't know. it uh, gives you a link to Discord and it says Crystal Balmung missed ward 23 plot five i don't care if, if you go there like, you could data center travel there now it's kind of in response to like data center traveling like now you can go anyone could go there um but, uh, don't up front. don't bother going to belmont because they they don't like a lot of people who are there don't want you there and it's just like a traffic nightmare um and you might your character might get stuck so
1: <laughs> mm, okay well <laughs> okay. i will now stay away
0: um the uh, so this is that's hilarious on its own <laughs>
1: It, it is quite the commitment it <laughs> is so funny. like I don't know how much a billboard costs, but I don't want to know
0: yeah um the, the community is this article by Allison Stahlberg for game ramp says that it may have consequences for other players. I want to point out that um first off, this had modded outfits correction data mind outfits like these are modded outfits, right? No, that's not right. They are data outfits and mods are generally a no- no um with regards to. Uh, Final Fantasy fourteen. They yep. tend to kind of look the other way at cosmetic mods, but like sexy ones are like really yeah, bad. And they th- don't like those. Um so there might be repercussions on that end. Um it also has maybe drawn in too much attention to that server in case there are other players whose homes are on that server yeah, and, and they are gonna be to unable to log in. Yeah. They're gonna be able to log in without all this unnecessary traffic. It's like a it's like having to deal with a Cubs game, but like <laughs> In, in your escape, <laughs> in your escape realm, um, yeah. There is also, um, I mean, there's no 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 reaction from Square Enix, and I ho- kind of hope there just isn't like.
1: There, there, shouldn't be. I mean, like the mod stuff might get some look into, I guess, but like, just it's not a game built to to support these kind of social structures. I don't think.
0: No, and they're kind of trying. Like, this is a mod that this is a nightclub that is specifically. Focused around erotic role play, which is a kind of thing that they're like, again, they're looking, they're turning a blind eye to it on private property, but like, I feel like it stops being private once you start advertising it in real life.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, like, (laughs) there's a certain, like, you know, not that I expect this isn't
0: your game. Like, you can't just, Mm. I don't know, like, this is their brand. Like they put, they put Final Fantasy fourteen like their brand
1: logo online. They, this, they don't own these, this logo. They don't own these images that they're using. Well, and like, and I doubt it's hard for me to imagine the person who would do this, but it's not inconceivable that a person sees this billboard, becomes interested in Final Fantasy, logs in to do this thing, and their first experience is like an erotic roleplay server. Like, I don't know, there's too much in the way of that. There's too much.
0: There's too much MSQ you'd have to do to unlock. I guess you're right. right. Yeah, like no. The the other thing is this is of course international. Like I don't know, Square Enix of America or whatever square america if there is one it's like probably gonna have to deal with the fact that somebody else is using their fucking logo <laughs> like <laughs> what a dumb idea
1: <laughs> it may be hard to argue because there might not be, not be any commercial i'm value. not a lawyer I, I, i'm not I, a lawyer I, 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 we're not, not, not lawyers we're not a lawyer either I, I i would be surprised if there were actual legal consequences for this but also like square Enix can afford the kind of lawyers who just send you a scary yeah, letter this and say not uh, at off. the very
0: least at the very least this very much breaks the the tos uh, because there's just no doubt about it. You can look at the mods and you can look at just using using their p- license property to whatever. Um. Anyway. It's a very weird story. <laughs> but I,
1: I was reminded of that because we are about to do our own ad read. Is that not right? We are, yes. Okay. Uh, and uh, for this week, I have to ask you, how much do you really know about the meat industry?
0: Is this another box?
1: No, it's not a box, actually. Is this, uh, a, is this
0: a sphere?
1: No, it's for a documentary. <laughs> it's for documentary doing a deep dive on the you know the dark beating heart of the uh the um the factory farm industry in america and in the world oh you see you you, like um you may not be aware but most of the lunch meat that you consume comes from a horrific environment of abuse and mistreatment and in this award-winning documentary called caged sponsored and funded by oscar meyer we'll go deep into you know um exactly what is happening in this underbelly of corruption why would
0: they expose themselves
1: Uh, because they're bringing awareness to the issue
0: the issue that they're causing
1: yeah but they're raising awareness of it what is
0: what, where are we in this space what 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 reality is this you uh, you baffled me once again oscar
1: (laughs) oscar meyer has a a documentary invention like outreach arm and they saw this project and they decided to fund it in order to bring awareness to this critical issue facing the world at a critical time okay but what what, why 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 now why now uh because why um, is this a critical time because documentaries do have do really well in terms of uh increasing seo and producing social media reaction
0: oh so brand building baby okay right i am at tip as is typical in this segment i seem to be at a loss for words with regards to um who who
1: wanted this who wants this Um, well, apparently Tovo.io, it is streaming Mm -hmm. on their platform for For 36 hours after this episode drops. (laughs) God, no. (laughs) I hate, I walked, I walked right into it. (laughs) So if you want to get the harrowing true look at, you know, the, um, at the dark side of food processing then uh, check out Oscar Myers caged now streaming but only now for a limited time only very limited time only oh my
0: god all right um, why don't we go into our housekeeping segment the magic broom um we've already done some magic broom i already forgot we kind of magic broomed earlier when i talked about what we were going to do uh next episode I also want to um, talk briefly about I guess our socials. Um, I know they're a little bit inactive right now, but we have a couple of plans with regards to future projects that we're really excited about. I think I want to announce, well, right now, announce one of them that you're not aware of. I was going to say, I don't know anything. But I'm going to commit you to this. Okay. Um, I mentioned before that uh, three episodes from now, I think we'll do. Um, it's gonna be the finale of Heaven's Word. We may want to. I think it would be fun if we could live stream it. Oh yeah, yeah. Totally. So because we want wanted, we've been talking about setting up a Twitch channel. Um, so keep an eye on that. It, if it's not already, I mean, like, <laughs> I have a Twitch channel. I'm at Twitch.tv/slash Jerome House. If we don't, if we don't set that up for Stormbud specifically, we'll just use mine um may as well find another use way. mine probably um
1: i also have one but it has like even less presence like, yeah so. <laughs> yeah yeah
0: um but i guess you can give it you can give me a follow there i mean i most of the time i'm streaming team fight, team fight tactics so don't sorry all right no more plug there but yeah we want to stream uh the ending to heaven's word i think that would be really fun um so you can join us there we'll let you know more details as we get closer to that i would imagine it's gonna so three episodes from now, it's going to be closer to the end of August, maybe mid mid to the end of August. So that'll be really fun. Um, keep an eye on our socials for that. We'll post at our Twitter at StormBuds, um, and we'll probably advertise on our TikTok too uh, at StormBuds.
1: Someone is driving very fast there Yeah, we've
0: got some uh, we got some fast cars out there. We got some Tracy Chapman's out on Lakeshore. Oh no, I doxed myself. We got some Tracy Chapmans. <laughs> oh no,
1: you live on one of the longest roads in the city. I'm, ble- I'm bleeping it. <laughs> I'm bleeping. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> um uh, as always, leave a review if you want to, you oh, know, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. hear more episodes. It does help with like, you know, us getting visibility on stuff. And Absolutely. we will read them on live on yes. um recordings yes. if you leave them.
0: If you leave them. And this wonderful person has left us a nice I think a nice Spotify review. We'll see because like, we haven't. Are you know, talking with
1: with these? Is Rocky?
0: We we do we do read them for the first time live. We <laughs> we don't vet these. Yeah,
1: you could be a little more discriminating.
0: Uh, well, I don't discriminate. I am a good citizen and I treat everyone fairly. Cool. This person uh, is username Tables for Fables. Uh, says hey. Stormbuds, thanks so much for that episode again. I think a lot of people start their reviews like that, right? They say thanks a lot. They're, so you're welcome. You're welcome.
1: Very appreciative. You no know, fan base we're cultivated. Uh,
0: I signed up for a squash f- squash box, <laughs> thanks to these, thanks to the, thanks to that wonderful recommendation. And my garage is filled with squash. They did not mention that the squash box came daily, <laughs> I have nothing to do with all these squashes. But hey. um, the squashes I have been able to eat were fantastic. Uh, five stars. So thank you so much. I mean, for $400, bucks, i would hope they'd be
1: daily. <laughs> they just keep coming. <laughs> I'm sure that person will manage to, um, to cancel after they manage to navigate yeah, the phone system. Yeah, thanks
0: so much, Tables for Fables.
1: I really appreciated that, that that engagement.
0: And we'll let Squashbox know that their advertisement was a success.
1: Maybe they'll come back. You can pause your subscription if you light an orange signal fire. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs>
0: Um well you know honestly it's been it's been real but um I'm ready to go so uh born from buds storm of buds we've been the storm buds baby
1: good night